What did I get myself into? There's gotta be a thousand letters here. And that's just the shit I gotta get through for today. There's no way I'm coming back tomorrow. Good thing Santa pays cash under the table. I'm pretty sure Santa's Asian. Pretty sketchy, Santa. You must be Viet. Oh well, I'm here anyways, let's do this. Dear Santa, all I want for Christmas this year is a L'Oreal makeup kit. XOXOXO Sydney. Well, Sydney, judging by the amounts of X's and O's and the fact that you want a makeup kit at probably like eight years old, I feel like you're going to grow up to be a real strumpet. Welcome to the naughty list, bitch. A lump of coal for you. All right, next one. Dear Santa. Or let's say Dear Santo. All right, I already know this one's going on the naughty list. You dumb hillbilly, lump of coal for you. And get used to it. I feel like you'll be mining this for a living. All right. This ain't so bad. Maybe I will come back tomorrow. All right, next one. Dear Santa, my name is Wyatt. I would like a BB gun with pellets in it. Thanks. Well, not only am I making sure you don't get that BB gun, I'm also putting you on some sort of watch list. Listen, no kid that wants a BB gun has good intentions with it. This guy's going to start shooting pigeons, shooting squirrels, and then pretty soon shooting up high schools with an actual gun. Lump of coal for you, son. And I'll pass your information along to the FBI just in case. Dear Santa, my name is Brittany. What the hell you spell it like that? Two T's, the A. You know, pre-Britney, it's fine. It's understandable. But post-Britney, you gotta spell it like the Queen of Pop herself. And you gotta dot your I with a heart, alright? If you got... If you're going down this road, you go down this road right, all right? Lump of coal for you, Brit. Dear Santa, my name is... Are you serious? LeBron Kobe Jordan? So let me rephrase that. Yo, Santa! My name is LeBron Kobe Jordan. Let me guess, you want a pair of LeBrons or Kobe Mambas or Jordans? Nah, I don't even care. You're getting a lump of coal, son. I'm also putting you on a list. Same as that other kid from before. You're up to no good. I can tell. Dear Santa, My name is Kiesha, and I'm from... Atlanta, Georgia. All I want for Christmas this year is a pair of ballet shoes. Thank you.
Now, I don't want to jump to conclusions. I don't want to assume that you're black, but I'm assuming there are no white girls named Keisha, and if they are named that, let's just say nobody's expecting big things of them in life, which is where you should take a hint. Ballet shoes, I love it. I love that you're thinking out of the box, that you're trying to not be a stereotype but i'm just gonna squash your dreams right now let's not waste anybody time ballet is a white girls game i don't know how old you are but start doing squats now because by 16 i'm sure you could twerk a big booty and make a real good living being an insta hoe lump of coal for you for now though oh my god i still have more than 900 of these to go What's this one want? Dear Santa, my name is... Oh, I love this shit. Hung Fuck Woo. Nice list. I don't care what you want, my guy. You know what? Let's see. A chess set. Of course you do. My guy, you're getting that chess set. The elves can make a counterfeit of that. No worries. One in the nice list. You know what? That felt really good to to put somebody on the nice list. And I know these kids are stupid. I know I'm not gonna have very many of these. Let me let me just uh, rig this a little bit. Let me let me just write one for Santa myself. Dear Santa, my name is Young Kenny, and here let me just draw this in crayon. Wee! I'm a wee. So yes, dear Santa, I'm Young Kenny. All I want for Christmas this year is for someone to talk some goddamn sense. I mean, gosh darn sense into both the mouse and Hillary Duff so they can come together and create the Lizzie McGuire reboot that I, I mean, my parents shelled out hard-earned money for Disney Plus only to not really use it after being disappointed by WandaVision being the same old, same old instead of a cool, unique uh, throwback to the Dick Van Dyke era of comedy. We got the same old bullshit. I mean, same old fluff. And speaking of fluff, Kat Dennings was horrible on that show. What the hell happened to her character? Oh, right. Girl power happened to her character. Dear Santa, yay to more Lizzie McGuire, nay to a whole boatload of horse shoes, horse shoes, Santa. Young Kenny is innocent. Signed, Kenny K... 3-N-N-Y in crayon. I'm adorable. Yes. Nice list two. All right, we're on a roll. Let's get one more for the road, baby. Who do we got here? Dear Santa, I want my daddy back. Why won't he love me? Why did he leave me and mommy? I am sad. 
all the time. That is all. Signed, Destiny. Oh, she's definitely going to be a stripper when she gets older. I'll put this bitch on a nice list because the rest of her life ain't going to be so nice. She's going to make a living being naughty. You. On Donna, on Dasher, on something Blitzen, Cupid, Rudolph, just, you're the important one, let's not mess around. Don't worry about these imposters. It's showtime, let's go. My sack is pretty light this year because this world is full of hoes, hoes, hoes. Ho, 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 ho. Hey, what up? Is old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show and a brand new holiday episode because I'm PC now. What? Christmas? Bah, humbug. It's all about Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, my guy. Listen, don't be a fool. Stop cutting down trees. Burn your house down, or at least run the risk of burning your house down with these unprotected candles hanging out by your curtains. And candy canes are for jabronis. Enjoy this lovely Kwanzaa cake. I wasn't really trying to trash talk either one of those holidays because it's fine. It's the same thing. Like, it's basically, you know, like if this were a sci fi video game, they would make up some sort of equivalent to Christmas. I'm not trying to make it seem like uh, these things are cartoony and should not be taken serious. I'm going to stop talking now. Just going to. Listen, if Hanukkah is good enough for Natalie Portman, it's good enough for me. In fact, that would be the dream. If I could, you know, if I was married to Natalie Portman and I got to spend Hanukkah with uh, Queen Amidala herself, my goodness, what a great life I'd be living. Twelve presents, you know, I wouldn't, I'm not even like a materialistic person, so I wouldn't ask for stuff. I would just be like, oh, Natalie, the only thing I want for Christmas, I mean, Hanukkah, <laughs> I'm brainwashed by the, the goddamn Mariah Carey song. But it's basically that sentiment. It would be, oh, I wouldn't want stuff. I would just, like, want to, like, pardon my French, but do Natalie Portman 12 days in a row. Listen, I know it sounds crazy because uh, I'm not young Kenny anymore. I'm not walking around with a box of crayons and, um, you know, loving my heart and hope in my eyes and that type of stuff. So, no, I could, realistically, it would be like, 
two, three days of doing Natalie Portman and and the other eight or nine days, she just I just ask that she promises me she won't leave me for the mailman. But because this is a hypothetical and we don't need to actually factor in that I'm quite large and not in charge and uh, my goodness, I tried to do a workout earlier this week and I remember when I was a, a young fit boy, I was doing like one arm push-ups and stuff. Wasn't quite like Bruce Lee, you know, one finger push-ups, but the one hand, one arm push-up thing, no big deal. I tried to do push-ups like, you know, like regular old two-handed push-ups. I did like the, the, the what is it, the decline and then could not get back up. And then I'm like, well, let me swallow what little pride I have and just do them off my knees. One set. That's all I could do. So realistically, there's no way in hell I could actually engage in, uh, you know, adult relations with uh, Natalie Portman there for 12 days in a row. But since this is a podcast and I can just say whatever... That's what I'd ask for. 12 days of sweet, sweet loving with Queen Amidala herself. Mm-mm, good. And honestly, Kwanzaa, I have no idea what happens during Kwanzaa. I imagine that it's just Christmas, but with like rap music. And like instead of Santa, it's just like Snoop dressed up as Santa. For she's manizi, here's your lump of colzies. But regardless of what you celebrate... Or don't celebrate. I feel like we can all agree that it's a wonderful time of the year. Because it's cold as hell outside. So, Lord knows nobody wants to go to work. So, getting a couple days off to stay indoors and stay the hell out of that sweet mother of Jesus is a welcome change, right? Especially... Now, I don't want to brainwash anybody, but it is much better if you're doing all of this while listening to songs and stories and watching movies and such about sweet Jesus' mother. Although, I'll be honest, the religious angle, I'm not crazy about it. There's some nice stuff, you know, little drummer boy comes from that. Because it's supposed to be Jesus' birthday at the end of the day. But the problem is... Maybe it's just me and my mental oopsies, uh, but when I go down this um, religious angle, I often mix up Christmas and Easter. Christmas, the religious angle is usually fine. The stories of Jesus is usually of a miracle and uh, how wonderful all that stuff is. But come Easter, I'm sure you've seen this. But you know those crazy, like, fanatical, I don't know, is it Christian or Catholic uh, countries where their way of celebrating Easter is, hey man, let's dress a guy up like Jesus and legitimately put nails through this man's hand and we'll either have him drag his own bloody corpse with this massive piece of wood on his back or... If he can't walk because he's in so much pain and has lost so much blood, 
we'll stick them on some sort of trolley and we'll parade them around. Why? Seemingly to scare the hell out of everybody. There's no good reason to do that. Like, I'm telling you, I'm sure it's like some bogus reason like, no, we're here to remind everybody what Christ did for all of us to pay for all our sins so that you would stop sinning. I guarantee you, there's not a soul that watches that and who's like, oh yeah, he he did go through a lot for us. Let me just do my part now and stop sinning. I can tell you, I can tell you for a fact, after seeing something like that, makes me want to sin even more. Makes me want to drink until I forget. Lie, cheat, steal, because why the hell not, right? Because that dude right there, dude on the cross, that's really kind of it at the end for everybody, right? We're in pain, we're probably bleeding profusely, and we certainly are sapped of our strength because of whatever the hell ailment that has befallen us and will take us to the sweet, sweet release of death. Oh, yes. Someday. Someday. I'm telling you, I'm definitely not going to stop sinning because of watching this horrifying display of uh, some sort of moral, some sort of lesson. I'm telling you, as I said, this thing haunts my dreams, man. It's it's taken a little piss out of the 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 Christmas uh, sale for me, even though it's not a Christmas thing because of the correlation. But despite all that, I'm telling you, never mind Natalie Portman being my Hanukkah Jewish wife. She's some other dude's Jewish wife, but believe me, if given the opportunity, I would definitely give her the humpity hump hump humpity hump hump watch as old Kenny go. Listen, you're not supposed to live a life full of sin. You don't want to live a life of sin. But with that being said, if Natalie Portman's on the menu, you better believe I'm breaking as many commandments as necessary. And that's the bottom line, son. But what I was trying to get at is Christmas is definitely my favorite holiday. I know, I know, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people out there who are ready to jump down my throat and tell me things like, Halloween's the best, what's wrong with you? It's like, listen, you pervert. We all know why Halloween's your your favorite holiday. It's because... Because it's the event of the year where bimbos take the opportunity to dress in scantily clad this, sexy that. Here, I understand sexy nurse. I back sexy nurse. But what the hell? Scantily clad Mr. Magoo? Now, I ain't saying she a hoe. I'm saying she a dirty slew. I'm saying she a strumpet. But we all know what I'm getting at. Come on, Magoo, put it on. You two sexy Mr. Rogers, put on that sweater vest. Oh my goodness, why is there two holes in the front? Oh my gosh, these girls are freaking harlots. Listen, I'm not here to tear down Halloween. I can see, like, the draw, whatever. I, you know, teach his own if people enjoy that as their favorite holiday. So be it. But as far as I'm concerned... A, it's not a stat holiday, so that already takes it out of contention. And B, 
I think part of the draw is people get to dress up and pretend to be somebody else uh, for one night a year. Whereas in my life, I did that for three years. But never even mind that. I still do that every day, I feel like. I have to dress up and go to work and pretend like I give a shit. Whereas Christmas time, a magical time of year. First of all, that's that holiday, right? Keeps me, that one day a year, well, a couple days a year usually, keeps me out of having to do exactly what I just said. Put on my big boy pants, go into the world, and put on a fake smile like I enjoy the company I'm with and enjoy the job and occupation I have. Whereas during Christmas time, I'm either at my home or my brother's home, and I'm actually surrounded by people that I like, that I want to spend the day with. And sure, I dress up that day too, but at least it's in clothes that I like, I respect, I feel comfortable in. And then I get to eat for three for one, right? Holy crap, the amount of food that each and every Christmas, despite my mother playing uh, interference, like that's the one thing, that's the one downside of Christmas. I've gotten to really like it as I've gotten older because when I was younger, my mother would just ruin it. No matter what we had planned, no matter how excited we all were, you know, in the, uh, the, the months and weeks leading up to Christmas, like clockwork, the day of, my mother would just do, she, she does it on purpose. She finds reasons to just like explode, throw tantrums, be a wicked witch of the West. I'm like, lady, save that for Halloween. You can dress up like the wicked witch. And then she's like, say, nah, I'm not doing that. I am the wicked witch of the West each and every day, son. Actually, she would take the the word son off because she would uh, she doesn't like to be reminded that I'm her son. Oh, and all these years later, she's still doing it. She's trying to put the K-Bosh on it right now. So, like this, because when I first brought it up, let's do this and this. She was so excited about it. She said, yeah, of course, let's do that. And then not one week later, she's already backtracking, trying to be like, oh, instead of doing this, we'll just do this. Instead of making this, we'll just go take get takeout. I'm like, so... So I'm like, so what you're proposing is take the special out of Christmas, take the special out of the big day, and just be like, oh, you know, every, like, maybe two, three times a, a month, we go to this restaurant and get some takeout. Let's just do that again. Say, like, lady, it's not like your, your, your brother or something who owns that restaurant and you're trying to get him as much business as possible. Like, what is wrong with you, lady? Like, lady, we're not doing takeout on Christmas Day. Because then I just feel bad. Eh, kind of. I mean, I'm pretty dead on the inside. But, like, part of me, the, the slightest part of me feels bad. I'm like, oh, so you have to work Christmas? All right, I guess even though I'm poor, I have to give you a bigger tip. Or since this take, I was like, well, here's a tip at all. But at this point in the game, I know how to deal with it. Just put your foot down and just be harsh about it. It's like, lady, that's not happening. Like, shut up. This is the plan. However much of it we're going to get through and get to... God will decide the day of, but here is the plan. This is what we're going to try to do. You can join us, or you can go sit in the top of your hill with your dog, which you don't have, by the way. 
Old Kenny might be poor, but old Kenny's willing to get a second job to afford a doggo. But no, you put the kibosh on that too. But I guess, theoretically, if you want to sit on the top of your hill with your theoretical dog and just watch as everybody has a great time, you do that. Like, I don't even care anymore. As a kid, I felt bad about that, you know, and you can't leave your mom out of stuff. If she don't want to do it, then I guess I'll be miserable with her. Now it's like, lady, if you want to be miserable, be my guest. I do not give a rat's ass. I'm going to go have a good time. You're not going to show up? Great. I'll have your show. I'll have dinner for four for one. But don't get me wrong. I can understand why people, like, don't enjoy Christmas. I think statistically, like, this is, like, the some of the worst times where, like, people and their depression. I understand because this society has taken those gifts that, uh, in the story that uh, the three wise men brought to um, to baby Jesus and was like, ha. Huh? gifts y'all better make like the three wise men and treat the people in your life like baby jesus even though it wasn't around you better bet your ass that baby jesus would have loved a beautiful gucci bag all right like that part of christmas is absolutely disgusting it's gross the capitalism the material uh, aspect of it that stuff I don't even bother with anymore. I used to, you know, get gifts for my family every year, some friends as well. But, oh, I hated, you know, whenever I had to go to work and there would be like a secret Santa. I'm like, ah, and you pick someone you don't even know or even like that much. I'm like, I have to spend how much on this person? You know, even if there's a cap. But that's the thing. Like the caps are usually like 15, 20 bucks. So I was like, I've I've even had less. I know there was one that was like ten bucks. The cap was ten bucks. So it's like let's just get a shitty DVD. Let me give someone a shitty DVD, and if I'm lucky, I'll receive a less shitty DVD in return. So I always hated that stuff. I was like, this is just gross spending and consuming. You're literally buying stuff that who in their right mind could like. Medea's Christmas special edition. Eight nine and nine in the discount bin, so that part of it is gross, and I could definitely uh, do without it. In fact, at this point, I just don't, I don't like. First of all, you know, every job I work now, they don't give a shit about us. They're not like trying to create a festive mood and uh, try to create a cheer for their employees. Like, get the hell to work, uh, do as much work for as little pay as possible so we can get our bonuses uh them i mean uh the management gets their bonus not us at the bottom that's the companies i've been working for over the past few years so you know that's horrible but at least by them not giving a shit i've not had to go and buy shit for people that i don't even like so i can see why uh, people will be super depressed because they feel like they need to get people's stuff and Hey, man, holy crap. Like, I don't know how people do it. Like, rent is so crazy expensive um, that you have to be living with somebody at this point. You can't... It's incredibly difficult to uh, have, like, anything other than, like, a room in somebody's house. Maybe a basement apartment if you're, like, you know, you've got a good job, I suppose. Uh, 
But if you want like a, a nice apartment, a nice condo, you almost have to get yourself into a relationship or, you know, into a roommate situation. But I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't even trust the girl that I date uh, in order to, to have an apartment all that much. Because in this scenario, she'd be a means to an end. How much do you think I'm going to trust some dude who uh, fits the same description? At least with the girl. She's letting me do stuff to her, probably. Um, but I, I know me. I, there's a good chance, like, it would be kind of like... It, it's like the same type of relationship that I imagine Michael Jackson, rest his soul, and uh, Lisa Marie Presley, rest her soul. Kind of. Uh, they had. More or less platonically. Only affectionate in front of cameras and in public. Because the situation I'm describing is kind of just like roommates with benefits kind of type of situation. But even in that type of situation, everything's so expensive now. And unless you're working like a nice corporate job where like you have a cushy desk job, it's always been difficult and it's even more hard now to not only just make ends meet, but then like have to spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on gifts each and every year. If it's a one-time investment, I understand you, you know, suck it up, you know, have a lean couple months uh, in order to be able to make said investment. But each and every year, my goodness, couldn't do it. It just makes no sense. Why make yourself miserable and to the point of, uh, to, to the point of depression? Just get some shitty gifts for people. Like, who cares? Like, just do away with that in your life. I have. Uh, I get, honestly, like, it doesn't even make sense because I've bought gifts for my parents, uh, which I've never even ever seen them use, not even once. Because I'll usually try to get them, like, practical stuff like clothes, like, you know, a coat or something. They never wear it. I don't think I've ever seen them wear anything or use anything that I've ever bought them for Christmas. And and when it comes to my brothers, at this point, each year, perfect opportunity, uh, the steam sale, the Christmas, uh, the winter or whatever, the winter uh, steam sale happens right before Christmas and right after Boxing Day. So I just go on there, pick something they like. And because usually it's like dirt cheap, hey, maybe pick two or three things they like. And for less than, definitely less than 50 bucks, not only are they getting something they like and will enjoy, uh, you know, with the advent of multiplayer and online play, me and my brothers can enjoy that together. And so to me, that's that's the move. You know, if I'm spending money, I'm buying uh, lots and lots of memories with my brothers. So yes, I am saying not only am I smarter, wilier, but I am better than most people. Unfortunately, just in this one regard. But let's do this. Let's do kind of a bigger episode. You know, it's not going to be like milestone 100, 200, 300 big. Oh, let's not do that. It crossed my mind briefly. I'm like, I should make... Because uh, with uh, all the, the COVID going on out there, like once again, the workforce is, uh, uh, is being cut back. 
And like I just recently got this catering job, um, which I don't miss for a second. In fact, uh, the only good that came out of that job is I recently catered this uh, this event where some company paid fifty thousand dollars to throw a Christmas party for their fifty or so uh, employees and their family. So there was like I think like just over a hundred people uh, at this event, and this company spent fifty grand on them. I was standing there. I was like, not only do the jobs that I get not throw Christmas parties. I'm literally working one now where they're not going to throw me a Christmas party, but I have to cater to somebody else's. You better believe the first thing I did was look up that company. I was like, what company is this? I want to get in. Even if I'm just in the mail room or something, because I imagine this is one of those jobs where you need a piece of paper, uh, you need a whole bunch of experience. I can, I, I'm assuming even the mail room, because I have looked up mail room jobs for this reason. Because I'm like, well, if it's a big company and... Um, it pays well. Like, what's wrong with working in a mail room? So I've looked in the mail rooms, and it's so crazy. Like, you need to have three years' experience. I'm like, are you kidding me? I've known how to lick a stamp and stick it on an envelope since I was like at the very latest five or six years old. Not only do I feel like I can do this job, I could probably do it really well. Who's this letter going to? Nora Silverman, IS, the Jew in 301. Nice girl, big nose. Works in her favor, though. I'll never deliver the wrong mail to her. Not with a landmark schnozzer like that. But yeah, basically, uh, I'm shit out of luck. I have, like, no work at this point. And uh, I was going to be like, let's do a huge Kenny Ho show. I've got time now. You know, and I need to distract myself because all I'm thinking about it's gotten to the point like, you know, five more sleeps, four more sleeps, that type of thing till Christmas. So, I'm like I I need to distract myself. I need to fill my days with stuff. Let's do a major Kenny Ho show Christmas episode. Hell, I'll just make it a holiday episode. It's going to feature a 25-minute reenactment of how Moses smelled the roses and performed the miracle that became the basis for Hanukkah. Oh, it's going to be a riveting good time. And then after that, I'm going to spend the next 15 minutes rapping and freestyling, you know, using the art, the traditional and authentic art of the people who invented Kwanzaa. And it's going to get crazy. At one point, I'm going to do my best. Flavor, Flavor versus Jay-Z versus Dre versus Eminem. And they beat up Eminem and saying, you know, some real derogatory and racist things about the color of his skin and how he don't belong. But then, through the magic of Kwanzaa, he turns black for real. I entitle that straight fire banger of a rap song, The Reverse Michael Jackson, The Miracle of Kwanzaa. But then GTA Online released the Contracts DLC and I finally ponied up and got the submarine for the KO Parico heist 
and uh, grew a pair and decided to do it solo, this will just be a Christmas episode. It'll be slightly bigger than a regular episode, but we'll have to figure out the miracle of Kwanzaa some other time. And Moses, at least for this year, will not be smelling the roses. But there's going to be a shitload of Christmas content, I think. Who knows? I have two ideas. Maybe there'll be more before I finish. But idea number one, the naughty and nice list. And it's not the same segment you heard off the top. That's the uh, Santa naughty and nice list segment. This is the old Kenny naughty and nice list segment. How different is it? Well, we're about to find out. Let's do this. Nice. The company that threw that party that basically spent $1,000 per employee. That is mind-boggling. Naughty. Every single company that I've ever worked for who's never thought me important enough or special enough to even throw together a token Christmas party. Man, I didn't even need to do anything fancy. I have a buddy who uh, said, oh yeah, one of my jobs, instead of doing like real catering, they went and got 100 junior chickens and 100 McDoubles, like the cheap sandwiches, right? I'm like, what are you talking about? Never mind real catering, that's what I want. I show up to a place that's serving this as my dinner. I'm ecstatic, I'm having like 15 of those. You know how like... The cookie monster goes cookie 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 oh, yum, 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 yum. That's me, but with these burgers. Oh my god, shit burgers. Yum, 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 yum. Nice. The steam sale. Woo! My goodness. I thought I would be productive this winter holiday, but it ain't gonna happen. I loaded up on games. It ain't even Christmas yet, but the sale's up. I loaded up on games. I'm gone. And it hopes my daddy had of me of like turning this sucker around before I get to middle age. It, it sailed away with this steam sail. Ah, I feel so sorry for him. Naughty! Steam is awesome, but the video game industry is not. Because these guys are trying to charge a whopping $70 for a brand new AAA title. American, I'm talking about. USD meaning it's $93.50 for a brand new game. They're out of their friggin' minds. 93 bucks Canadian, probably after deductions. I suspect that's more than I get paid per day. So not only does it not make sense financially, I've also learned over the past few years, never ever pre-order games, never ever buy them on day one because these guys, more and more often now, it's becoming the norm where these guys ship their games broken and incomplete and uh, people who buy them day one, kind of uh, kind of a bit of a beta tester. They're there to be like, oh, so the, here's a bug, this is broken, this is unplayable, this, this, and this needs correcting. And two months after the fact... They'll get it fixed. So it makes no sense to buy it day one. Wait three, four months. Have it come down at least uh, 15, 20%. I'm not paying full price and 
anyone who does is a damn fool to basically help them test out their game. And if there is, I mean, I've done it before. There was at one point, because there was a great discrepancy between the American and Canadian dollar. So uh, while over there, games are coming out for like 60 bucks, I think it's like $59.99. So in Canada, for a while, it was $69.99. But when that discrepancy happened, when the exchange rate got really bad, they bumped it up to $79.99. But I know for a fact, the Canadian dollar rebounded. At one point, it was almost equal but they never brought the price back up. They're like, nah, it's $79.99 now. I'm like, but I thought your reason was because of the exchange rate. The dollar is basically even at this point. They're like, yeah, but I got married like three times and these hoes, um, they've uh, gotten accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Yeah, I really need that huge bonus check at the end of the year. I'm like, it sounds like you're winning in every single way. You got to bone a bunch of trophy wives, and then when you got sick of them, you kicked them to the curb, but it didn't mean that much to you because the money you would have lost, you made up for by screwing over us Canadians. He's like, yeah, that's part of the charm of being white and rich, baby. You just keep getting richer and whiter. Man, I hate those guys. Naughty, I guess. Those sons of bitches, like, they get fatter and fatter but because they're white and can grow a beard like bitches still love them right i mean i guess it's that and because these little thoughts were brought up and indoctrinated to believe white is right and the asian guy delivers your kung pao chicken and does your goddamn dry cleaning naughty i guess racist ass white girls but i digress nice Whoever decided to cast Hilary Duff in How I Met Your Father. It doesn't make up for the fact that the Lizzie McGuire reboot is never happening. Because, sure, it's nice that Hilary Duff is starring in a new TV show. But, I mean, she was on Younger for how many years? I think that show went like four or five seasons, something like that. But I didn't watch a single episode because I don't really give a rat's ass about Hilary Duff's acting career. Like, honestly, anything outside of the Disney Channel label doesn't exist to me. Well, I guess raise your voice, kind of, but my goodness. I may love Hilary Duff, but I think there was a scene where, like, you know, the haters were doubting on her or whatever. Nobody thought she could do it, and the, the premise of the scene was she was supposed to stand up and raise her voice and blow everybody away. But it was so bad because... Clearly, they had to doctor the hell out of her voice, and clearly it was done in post-production. So uh, whatever she did on set was not impressive. And if I were on set and she weren't Hilary Duff, she was just some white girl, who uh, some pretentious white girl, uh, who's clearly there not because she's the best singer, but because she's a big star... I would have definitely start cracking up. I would definitely have been laughing in the back and been fired from my shitty extra job. I'm like, hey, listen, I had a great day. I got free lunch. Y'all still owe me for the hours I was here. And I saw this meltdown of a scene. This ended, this couldn't have ended any more perfectly. I'll see y'all next time. Oh, there's going to be a next time. You better believe I'm going to come back, but with like a mustache and a pair of glasses. Who in the world's gonna know? I'm an extra in the background.
But I digress. While it's nice Hillary Duff's got a new role on TV, it means nothing to me. There's almost no chance in hell I'm watching this show. Why? Because naughty. Whoever decided that we needed a How I Met Your Father. My goodness. How long did How I Met Your Mother go for? Didn't it go for like 10 seasons? I, I like It was cool. Like the first few years, uh, it was kind of must-watch television, especially for me, because every so often they cut to Lindsay Fonseca. I'm like, mm-mm, goodness gracious. This show would be fine if it was like a, like a, basically a podcast, but on TV where this guy just tells his stories, but there's like no cutting away to the actual show. It's just him telling stories to Lindsay Fonseca on screen. In fact, I prefer that show. Can they do that show instead? Can they just... They're like a no-frills, all-day-er-day Lindsay Fonseca sitting there. I mean, they could put the... The Wizards of Waverly Place guy beside her. I don't really care. Um, I mean, they could probably do this show for way the hell less, right? Because even if... there's, I'm almost certain Lindsay Fonseca doesn't make as much money as Hilary Duff. Because that name just comes with bit more cachet with dudes like Disney Plus probably made like five million dollars just on guys like me who was like Lizzie McGuire is coming back let me get this shit day one uh unfortunately I don't think uh, Lindsay Fonseca has that type of juice so they could probably like slash like oh like easily 75% of the budget off if the show requires only one set which could honestly be like someone's actual living room and just have a dude talking and telling stories of how he met his mother. Honestly, though, that show, it went on for so long. It was fun for a while. I really liked the uh, Robin Sparkles there. Uh, Barney Stinson, of course, was interesting. Um, the The chick from Buffy the Vampire Slayer I liked. But after a while, I'm like... How many hoes does this guy go through before he met the mother? Because that's it right there, right? Basically, any race outside of, like, Chinese people, they don't care. Like, relationships are so wishy-washy with them. And it's actually something I'm learning now that I'm 30, but it's a little late because I should have been... The way I used to look and, like, uh, how, like, charming and charismatic I was, I look back and I'm like, I probably could have dated so many girls... But being Chinese, it's ingrained in me. No, you have to take these relationships seriously. You can't just, like, uh, date girls for, like, a few months and, you know, juke them a few times and then be like, all right, I had my fill. Let me rack up the numbers and STDs, probably, and um, eventually settle for some somebody that I'm not completely happy with. Like, Chinese people try to skip all that bullshit and get to that final step and settle for someone they're not that happy with. But it's like, well, I guess I'm committed now. I feel like if I weren't so, like, hung up on finding the one throughout my life and just, like, juked a bunch of actresses and a bunch of these, like, customer service girls that a bunch of jobs I've had over the years... I feel like I would have had my fill. I would have been like, yeah, I'm a stud. And still end up right here because I'd be like, whatever, I'm over it. I don't care. Like, but at least in that, I could have stories to tell you and, uh, you know, be a stud. 
I'd still be like, ah, I'm over it now. Let me just focus on my jokes. Whereas I didn't get any of that. I just have uh, a whole bunch of stories about, oh, so Andrea went for a fat guy and not me. Uh, Cutter Girl went for some like weird ass, bitch ass white boy um, who like kicked her out of a moving car or something like that. Uh, and like she was like, this treatment. The, the scabs on my knees and my face and stuff, that they hurt, but still a better life than being with you, old Kenny. It's like, goodness gracious, you dumb bitch. You know, you should get right back to cutting yourself. Actually, if, if you're going down this road, I hear there's this thing called rope around the neck. And uh, what you do is uh, you tie it, you fasten it to the roof, and you just put it around your neck. And then... You know that stool you're standing on in order to uh, hoist yourself up there? You just just get rid of it. Everything's going to be okay in about five minutes. Oh, it's going to be real unpleasant between now and then, but after that, I'll see you in hell. You filthy harlot! Man, yeah, instead of those stories, could have had stud stories, but regardless, I suppose all that matters is I'm here focused on the jokes Uh, life's a bitch i really do hope this thing mutates into some world ending phenomenon speaking of bitches uh naughty tim hortons recently got into bed with justin bieber to create something called tim biebs I didn't really read the article because it's Justin Bieber and who the hell wants to spend any... Well, let me rephrase that. Uh, Who that isn't a dumb piece of shit themselves uh, is going to spend any time doing any kind of research for, uh, for anything related to him. Just enough to get across how big of a piece of shit he is is good enough. Or at least in this case... How douchey and stupid Tim Hortons is to be partnering up with this dude to, I guess, make some sort of Timbits. It's like the 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 Bieber version of Timbits, uh, which is a douchey thing in and of itself. Now that I say it out loud, but it gets worse because when you look at these uh, these flavors. You're like, oh, of course this guy would come up with this crap. I'm not surprised. This guy's a douchebag. These are douchey donut flavors. The first one, uh, I think, is like white chocolate fudge where whatever. Of Of course it's white. Oh, of course white is right. I don't care how much of this, yo, I'm so bad, I'm such a tough guy, I, I took I took fight lessons with Floyd, pretty boy Mayweather, I'm tough now, yo, yo. Despite all that bullshit, this guy is a lily white guy from a small town here in uh, Ontario, Canada. This guy is from Stratford, Ontario, which is like, if you don't know where that is, that's like the theater town, like there's a huge theater festival that happens i don't know that it's year round it's probably like just for a few months but basically that's what pays the bills like people are drawn to that town it's like like number one in theater or something like that but a town that is driven by theater as their main income theater still despite uh you know the 
PC movement is still predominantly a white thing. Like, this guy had no choice but to live the white power life. He was brought up in it. He was born in it. Molded by it. You can take the boy out of the honky-tonk, but you can't take the honky-tonk out of the boy. I mean, he had Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez is one of the most attractive young women on the planet. Not just physically. Physically, hey man, I think she's pretty stunning, but it's that personality, it's the talent, because that's like the good shit, right? Like Girls who are uh, talented and have a great sense of humor, that sets a girl apart. That bumps you up a lot of points. Now, with that being said, if you're gross still, like... We could be friends, I guess. But this dude had Selena Gomez, and he had Selena Gomez wrapped around his finger, yet he still kicked her to the curb. You know, Latina Selena Gomez, and he got himself some random white girl. You always see him at hockey games, which, come on, is the whitest sport on the planet to watch. And he's now doing business with Tim Hortons, which, once again, is like the whitest caker company you can possibly work for. When asked why, he simply replied, It just feels white. I mean, right. And as gross as this guy is, which I'm pretty sure you ask any of these like vapid, shallow, got no taste hoes, they'll definitely disagree with me. Uh... But you know what? The hell with their opinion. Who who gives a shit about what they think? They haven't a good joke or a legitimate opinion in them. The definition, the dictionary definition of waste of space. Some of them look pretty good, though. So, you know, those ones are fine. But the ugly ones. The bridge is over there, you dumb broad. Christmas time, they'll just chalk it up to depression. Because nobody loves you and you have no family. You live out of a homeless shelter. I feel bad, but you're a huge Justin Bieber fan. You said some unsavory things about me after hearing this bit, so I don't care. Kill yourself. But as gross as this guy is, his Tim Biebs are even grosser. As I, as I talked about, is the white fudge, white power fudge. Um, and then he moves on to even grosser things like sour cream chocolate chip that is friggin disgusting sour cream should never go into like i'm sure some four-star michelin chef pastry chef could pull off incorporating sour cream into a a dessert that would be like mind-blowing but the guy who's uh coming up with the the tim horton stuff let's just say i have my doubts this guy's usual challenge is Let me just send out some sugary pastries, if they can even really be called pastries. These, like, very mechanically mass-produced pastries to the unwashed masses. Now they're like, yeah, can you pull off this uh, sour cream filling, that douchebag Bieber? I mean, they probably wouldn't even call him douchebag Bieber. They're like, oh... This uh, Aryan god Bieber, uh, the king asked for. He's like, sure, I, I can definitely do that. And then they find him hanging from the rafters. Ideally, right next to Cutter Girl, like the next morning. Seems like everybody's getting a taste of that outside of old Kenny.
Well, whereas that would have been nice once upon a time, birthday cake waffle Timbits will never, ever taste nice to old Kenny. As far as I'm concerned, that like that's like the douchiest thing. Right? That's definitely a, a white boy, douchebag white boy. I don't want to paint with that broad of a uh, brush there. Not every white person's a douchebag, but certainly white boy douchebags love like birthday cake everything mostly because you know the white power comes back where they probably had these immaculate birthdays when they were kids when it was that special time of year again well that and christmas but they could expect a huge party at their big old house with all their classmates and uh you know, have their really big birthday cake, their special birthday cake with a giant six on it, uh, a giant six candle, I like sparks and stuff. And then to top off their special day, they get a really cool birthday gift. While everybody, especially the Asian kid, well, the Asian kid wouldn't even be invited. The guy's like looking in from the window and seeing this kid get... Uh, this privileged white kid get this amazing birthday present while I'm standing I mean while this boy is standing out in the cold freezing his ass off wondering why didn't I get an invite even the black guys in there even token Germain got an invite he's like hold on hold on bro to be fair I threatened Bieber's life I'm like I should have done that but now, the only two people who have been left off the list is me and the smelly, ugly Tamil girl. Listen, girl, you're six. Why the hell do you have a mustache? Nice. Britney Spears for finally getting her cash back. Now she can be reckless and then wash away any of the troubles by writing a single check. Oh, yes, yeah, so we're getting the old cray-cray Brit-Brit back. What a time to be alive. Naughty. Also Britney Spears. Why? Because I like to think of Britney Spears as naughty. Goodness gracious, she was hot. Operative word being was. She kind of now. Even old Kenny wouldn't joke ya. But there's a lot of animals out there who would. So you keep your head up, Brit Brit. You're good. You're back, baby. Nice. Marvel Studio for finally dropping a nice movie. It's been a while. You know what? I liked Black Widow. I know I'm part of a minority, but I really enjoyed that. Well, two-thirds of it anyways. Um, you know, I talked about this in the past. Yelena Belova? Yes, girl. She's the only reason I want to watch Hawkeye. Because, come on, who gives a rat's ass about Hawkeye? Like this Hawkeye, anyway. I'm sure the character's cool, but Jeremy Renner, he's like the luckiest person on the planet, right? Sure, he's fit or whatever, but you look at him, I'm like... This guy does not strike me as an action hero. This guy looks like he should be in some sort of Wall Street movie. And he's like not even the villain. He's like the douchey villain's sidekick. His yes man. Should I hit this button and ruin 5,000 people's lives? And then Jeremy Renner's like, yes boss, of course. You're the best. Now, let's go to the gym and I'll spot you. But what's nice about Marvel is finally they're bringing the big guns to the big screen. Lizzie Olsen's back in uh, the Doctor Strange, what is it called? Something, the, the Multiverse of Madness. It actually looks like a legitimately 
good Marvel movie. I hope it's just a trailer, but there's way too much Doctor Strange for my liking. I'm like, yeah, yeah, his movie was, eh. As far as I'm concerned, Black Widow was better than that. But him as a character, whatever, he does some cool stuff. Uh, but please, please, please make it, hey, man, you want to be PC Marvel? I noticed, yeah, I saw what you did with Cat Dennings and... You know, I forget her name. Monica Rambeau. I was just going to call her the the strong black woman. But apparently, they don't like to be labeled. But I see what you're doing. You want girl power? Well, now is the time. You've got next move. What? You think a woman can't lead a movie? You think a woman can't take front and center and a man's movie why is it even a man's movie why is it doctor strange in the the multiverse of madness why couldn't it be scarlet witch and her superfluous number of verses that are silly huh but all joking aside the one good thing that came out of wandavision was uh Wanda finally becoming Scarlet Witch in that badass costume. Like, I'm so happy to see it again. And this is a movie I'm legit... I was going to say that I'm going to go into the theater. Not a chance. I don't exactly have a thirst for life, but I'm also very cowardly. And there's no way I'm going to go deal with this shit. Even if it's months and months from now. The old novel coronavirus, even though it's not going to be all that novel anymore, is still going to be alive and well. And I'd be a damn fool to go watch this in theater when I could just watch it at home. Three months after it comes out because I'm not a sucker. I'm not paying for this Disney premium premier bullshit. I'd rather take that extra $30, $40, I think it's probably like $45 Canadian, and hypothetically go for a lap dance, but I can't do that either because those harlots? I'm just trying to find the right word for them. That's not too harsh, but accurate. Yeah, I think anyone will, uh, other than, you know, blind quote-unquote feminists who are like, they're not harlots, they're upstanding strong women who are just making a living for them and their six kids... What a strong, independent, intelligent woman she is. She definitely is 23, lady. She definitely got juked at like 14 and had her first child. She's definitely not that smart of a girl. And she's probably not that independent either. Because I did see her boyfriend before the show. Her much older than her boyfriend. Her old enough to be her dad if not years away if not a young grandfather uh with her before the show but she probably does have a heart of gold and a wonderful personality because oh, look at all that look at those c-section scars it's pretty gross even as an audience member but this guy not only doesn't mind but i heard he's about to ring her up Oh, what a lovely, lovely love story. Oh, what a magical time Christmas is. I could do this shit all night. I could I could do this naughty and niceless until three in the morning tonight. But you know what else I can do? Make a whole bunch of money on GTA Online. That doesn't mean the show's over. That just means 
after spending like 15 minutes talking shit about Justin Bieber, which is not what I planned to do, it's time I moved on to the next segment. I'm probably going to cut a couple segments. Um... Because the itch, I got the GTA itch back, and it's real bad. So let's take it home with a top 10 list. Yeah, let's say top 10 for now. If halfway through I'm like, well, I'm out of uh, items put to put on this list, then it'll be revised and post to the top 5. Out of the blue, it'll be like, with the top 5 list. And the list I'm referring to uh, will be all Kenny's top 10 greatest Christmas songs of all time. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? And if you don't, are you a hot Jewish girl? I know, I I just gotta try. You can't blame a guy for trying, right? I know you're a dude. Or a decrepit woman, I'm sure. Or maybe if you don't, do you happen to be a hot goth girl who... Who doesn't believe in Santa, God, or anything that is magical and holy, except for Lucifer, of course, and also cuts yourself? Of course not. You might fit the bill on the first few things, but you're definitely a dude. Is it presumptuous for me to assume you have like three chins and even more X's in your size of shirts? That's cool, man. This is a Kenny Ho show. Everybody's fat and hates themselves on here. It's cool. And why I came up with this segment is because I was looking at it the other day, just looking for Christmas stuff to talk about on here, and uh, I found a list of uh, the top 80 greatest Christmas songs of all time, and I was just like, oh my god, lady, because I assume it's a woman, like an old woman too, like... Like, with completely white hair, it's like, it's skip gray. It's like, the body can't even produce gray anymore. It's just like, you should be glad you have hair at all, lady. It's white, the most basic of colors. But I'm sure you're happy because white is right, right? Put on your hoodie, get your torches out. But it's uh, it's gotta be like some old, like, great-grandma, right? It's... It's got to be someone who's like at the end of the line here where she's like looking back at her childhood to like 1908 when she was 15 and she's like, oh, I remember I had my first kiss to this song and everyone's just like, she's like no, no, I was good looking back then. Here, look at this photo album I have on me all the time trying to share my past glories with Anyone who might care. You? The mailman? My nurse? Random stranger on a bus? And then if you look at it, you're like, Lady, you were young once, but... Did you say you were hot once or attractive once? Because you and I have very different standards and uh, definitions for both those things but i'm not too surprised because you're literally from a different century than i am like when you took this photo did your family think you maybe had 30 more years in you like if you made it to like 40 50 years old like i had like you know seven kids you'd let a pretty darn successful and long life right 
Listen, lady, you got to stop getting people's hopes up, all right? Stop telling people, I used to be attractive. Because then people are like, oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, you know, in the Titanic, that old bag is like, oh, my goodness, you should have died 10 years ago. Would have done everyone a favor, so I want to see your, like, wrinkles upon wrinkles upon wrinkly face, right? Um But once upon a time, she was Kate Winslet. But then you think about it a little deeper, and you're like, wait a minute, that was a movie. Uh, Kate Winslet will definitely not end up like this old geezer. She'd have the decency to either get a shitload of plastic surgery or kill herself long before she did this to anybody. But I digress. There's at least 80-year-old woman doing this top 80 list. It was actually kind of sad because it made me think, I'm like... Hey, how bored is this woman? How much time does she have on her hands? And B, I'm clearly not the demographic because I looked at it and I'm like, there's no way. I'm not going to know what number one is. There's no way. Because it was one of those sites where it wasn't just uh, like you could skip a few pages ahead or whatever. You had to go like one by one through the songs. I'm like, there's no way. I looked at the first three and I'm like, I'm out of here. Life is too short. But... You know there's people out there where this is like a huge thing they stumbled upon. They're like, oh my god, now I have something to do with my day. This will preoccupy me. This will occupy me up until the early bird special at the local diner down the street. Jackpot, baby. Oh, realistically, because you know it's another old bat. They're like... Well, that's just a bee's knees jackpot, sonny. Oh my God, I hope I never end up like that, where it's like, oh my goodness, now I have something to do with my day. No, I better have would have I better would have grown a pair by then and called it a day. If it ever gets remotely close to that, where like GTA like gets taken down, server gets taken down. I'm like, well, time to. Uh, open up this browser and call for the rope. So I decided to do a much more palatable, much more manageable list because I do love Christmas music. I didn't know how much I love Christmas music until like maybe a month ago. I was at work and I put in my earbuds and I, for whatever reason, just was in the mood for Christmas music. And I know like the moment Black Friday is over, or maybe even before now, CHFI in Toronto is playing Christmas music all day, er day, and you can't even hate them for it because the amount of people that tune in, they only do it because they make so much money. I think something like half of the money they make all year is made because of the Christmas shit. So I turned it on and I listened to it, and I honestly listened to like an hour in a row. Like I haven't listened to radio since I was in radio school. Because if you can't see that I might be able to bring some fresh ideas and maybe reinvigorate your station just a little bit, well, you think I'm going to spend time listening to your archaic, antiquated, waiting to die a slow death bullshit medium? Uh-uh. But... Tis the season, you know, my malice 
goes down a little bit this time of year, you know, depending on what year it is, sometimes it goes way the hell up. But this year, my malice went way the hell down. And I'm like, you know what? I'll listen to some Christmas music. And my goodness, it was really great. Um, There wasn't a single shitty one. So that's why I really do want to share with you some of my favorites of all time. So, number, you know what, before we get to number 10, let's say number 10 for now, um, you know what, I'm going to, I know these two songs are very popular, and I'm sure someone, like, I'm not sure someone will actually complain, I don't think I have enough listeners to, to, to like, uh, have, uh, such a, a cross-section where someone's going to love these songs. There's a chance everyone agrees with me, uh, at least on this one song. Perhaps two songs, but the the two songs that I'm leaving off the list that doesn't make the top ten uh, old Kenny's greatest Christmas songs of all time, Which, but I know these songs are definitely on a lot of... Uh, Definitely annoying chicks, uh, radar for one of them and scary, don't want to get involved with them in any way, shape or form type of people on the, the second one. The first one being Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. My goodness, this song is the most overplayed, overhyped, overindulged by dumb bimbos uh song christmas song of all time like the first two or three times that you listen to it it's like oh okay it's a you know it's a, a catchy kind of pop christmas song it's different you know it's, it breaks away from tradition but when it's played around the clock for the past 30 years and to the point where this is all she's known for at this point who remembers any Mariah Carey songs outside of this one at this point like at this point in the game when I think Mariah Carey I think big fake boobs because from what I remember when she was doing this song like like in 93 or whenever the hell it came out I don't I remember her being like really skinny and not busty but I legit saw her five minutes ago on the TV uh, because my mother watches uh, entertainment tonight all the time and this chick was on i'm like yo bazooms but like whatever i'm not like that childish it's not like oh big boobs on anybody of any shape and size i'm interested i look at mariah carey i'm like big fake boobs and i'm like her face has also got to be plastic as well right there's no way i know she's black and black don't crack but this girl's got to be like not a girl anymore right she's got to be Probably in her 50s and 60s, but she kind of looks, she's looked the same for the past 15 years from what I recall. So that's got to be fake as well. I don't want to talk shit about this woman. I don't know her. She strikes me as kind of a diva, maybe a lot of a diva, but she doesn't strike me as like a nasty person or anything like that. So I don't want to like completely shit on her. Um, Now, if this were like, 15 years ago, I dare not say anything bad about her. I certainly would have even been like, oh, I love Mariah Carey. Wow, she's the most beautiful woman on the earth. Wow, I love her music. I love that Christmas song. Oh, you want me to sing along to it? Okay. 
Because I'm imagining me talking to... We're not friends at this point. This girl wouldn't even add me to Instagram. I tried to add her like... Mm, like a, During the pandemic for sure. Because um, I just thought of her... I thought a lot of shit back then. But uh, I thought of uh, this girl I went to theater school with. Uh, I called her AC beautiful Italian girl, like hot, right? Like everybody wanted to juke her, uh, except for me because I was, because I was trying to live happily ever after with this other, uh, well, white girl. I had a thing for white girls back then. Um, and like, I was the non-gay, gay best friend of AC and she loved Mariah Carey, like adored her, like idolized her, tried to mimic her look even, and I never understood it. I'm like, Mariah Carey's music is boring. Like, they're not particularly memorable. In fact, I couldn't name one Mariah Carey song outside of this goddamn overplayed voodoo freaking Christmas song. That's it. But once again, if AC were like, Kenny must sing along. I'm like, I guess I'm learning the lyrics tonight. Because even though I wasn't trying to juke her, uh, she's still a hot girl. And <laughs> come on, I'm not a, a strong stud. A hot girl tells me to do anything. I'm like, I guess I'm doing it. And I'll friggin' do it with a smile, even. I'll be thrilled to sell out. See, I'm thrilled to sell out in uh, a more traditional way. In fact, my life goal right now is to get build up the Kenny Ho show to the point where I can sell the hell out. But in that other way, don't appreciate it. I have no respect for myself or anyone who does that type of shit. And the second song that I know is on a lot of people's top, certainly 80, but even top 10 is... Baby, it's cold outside. I think I should go. Well, I disagree with you. No, I really gotta go. Bitch, what did I say? No, I'm really uncomfortable. Well, bitch, just drink this perfectly safe alcoholic beverage. Now, I'm not sure that it's a Bing Crosby song, but there's a good chance Bing Crosby sang it because looking back on uh, Christmas songs to do this segment, I'm like, son of a bitch, he sang like 9 out of 10 Christmas songs. So I don't know if it's a Bing Crosby, but you bet your ass in 2021, you know who loves this song is Bill Cosby, right? Like, we all have at least one song that is like, oh, damn, this is, it sounds like read my diary. I mean, journal. I mean, mine are, and there's multiple, mine are all like emo, like way the hell over dramatic. Oh my God, I'm such a bitch songs, right? But you know, Cosby's sitting at home now that he's free from prison. He's like, mm-mm, goddamn. Music to my ears. He's probably like, God damn, this guy's an amateur. Makes me feel so good to know that I am the king of perverts. This guy's using, oh baby, come on. It's, it's, it'll be fun. It'll be fine. Don't worry about what the neighbors have to say. I would have just been like, you know, that drink you had, that one I insisted you have right when you got here. If you wanted a roll. 
Surprise! Uh, listen, I can't in good conscience put this on the top 10 Christmas songs of all time. Don't get me wrong. Like 10 years ago, I would have because like Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey did a cover like 10 years ago. I'm like, my God, this song is amazing. And then 10 years later, you listen to the lyrics. I'm like, my God. What a genius. You just get them to your house and refuse to let them leave until you take their innocence. Oh, wait, I'm PC now. I mean, even I'm disturbed by this and I don't have feelings anymore. I think I should go. Bitch, I think no. I really can't stay. That is not the way. I feel like you're kind of a creep. You look like you're about to fall asleep. I must call the cops. Bitch, they'll never believe you cause it's cold outside. Dun, 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 dun. Now take it off. Number 10, greatest Christmas songs of all time. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Not to be confused with I'm dreaming of a white girl for Christmas. Which is number three on this list, by the way. It's very nostalgic. It has um, a little bit of magic to it, right? It just paints a picture of what Christmases used to be before global warming. And it really warms my heart. Sure, sure. Like, it sucks for the polar bears right now. But here's how I look at it. They get to go first. It's only a matter of time before the rest of us come with you, Mr. Polar Bear. Whereas, you probably don't value your life all that much. I'm sure, you know, you're like, well, I don't know. I like eating fish and I like nailing polar bear chicks. I kind of like my life. Believe me. There are people out there who never, ever want to die. They love their life so much. They think themselves are so important that they got to have like 50 kids. They're like, this world needs more of me. Or, this world needs more of me, Brandine. Or, yo, big white girl, you so fly, this world needs more of me, Jermaine Dupri third. And all right, I'm in a, Giving mood it is Christmas after all. Oh yeah, Mei Ling, come here. I make sweet, sweet love to you, girl. World needs more of me. Two billion of us and counting, Big Bay. While I'm at it. Oh, come here, Priya. Let me feel you up like the eight hands of Ganesh. Thank you, come again. Oh wait, that reminds me. Naughty, when the hell did they cancel a poo? He's not on the show anymore? I'm not even kidding anymore when I say I hope the coronavirus kills everybody because this world is not one I want to live in anymore. This world doesn't deserve to move forward anymore. If you think a poo is offensive, you're a piece of shit. But I digress. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was saying, polar bear, I know it's tough, my guy, but it's all right. This world sucks. You don't want to live in it anyway. And believe me, it's going to really hurt these guys who want to live in it. Don't worry, you're going to slap up their ego from the other side. Number nine, the 12 days of Christmas. Five golden rings. Of course, of course you do, woman. Of course you love me because of the five golden rings. Why am I not surprised? 
What about five wonderful jokes? Four self-deprecating ones, three against the blacks, two against the Jews, and one for filthy strumpets. How about that? Why? Number eight. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You bet your ass, Andy Williams. It totally is. Again, it's got that magic. Again, it puts you in the mood. Number seven. I kind of alluded to it earlier with the humpity, hump, hump, humpity, hump, pump. Watch as Frosty go. That's right. Frosty the Snowman. It's like one of the few, like, children's songs that I really enjoy and again it's I don't know maybe because Frosty's a badass to me I don't know maybe it's not even the song it's just he's a cool guy no pun intended of course number six Silent Night Silent Night it sounds kind of like a hymn right I don't know this song the idea of a Beautiful, angelic, church-going girl singing to me used to combat the rage. But it would lose, of course, because I was an angry young fella. But now, if I had a nice, beautiful, angelic girl singing this song to me, well, I know it would win. The rage doesn't stand a chance, because I'm so defeated. Number five. Pretty sure it's by Bing Crosby, but there's been so many goddamn covers by so many different people. I've realized Christmas songs are kind of like Lindsay Lohan. Everybody's had a turn. But number five is Winter Wonderland. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? Just something really nice to it. Now we're moving into the good shit that I listen to each and every year. Number four. Now, I don't remember who sang the original, but I guess that Lindsay Lohan comparison is uh, becoming more and more accurate because she probably lost track of how many people she's been with. She's a ho, ho, ho. But the number four song is Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. And I love the Jessica Simpson version of it. That's the one I'm referring to. The song itself has a, you know, brings a bit of that Christmas magic, but I feel like it's her performance that really brings it home as a powerful performance. It's just well done for a modern age, I guess. Even though, thinking about it, that song was probably like 15 years old. Modern, my goodness. I remember when I was young and handsome. I was like, not corrupted and such. The ship has sailed, the ship has sailed. Number three. Sleigh Ride. And I think basically every version of it is pretty awesome. I'm sure there's a couple that suck. The Justin Bieber do a Sleigh Ride cover. I'm pretty sure it's like full of poser nonsense and the equivalent of sour cream horseshit. But the version I'm very familiar with and the reason why it's on this list is the Hilary Duff version. You better believe it. The Hilary Duff Santa Claus Lane album. That's that's my shit, man. I, you know, the past few years I haven't uh, really gone to it because I've really given up on life, really. But, man, in my late teens, I guess, or mid-teens to into my early 20s, every like December 1st, 
you know, I wasn't as hardcore as CHFI going like middle of November. Let's break out the Christmas songs. But like December 1st, each and every year, I'd bust out that album. And this would be one of my favorite songs on there. You know, just hear them sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Once upon a time, it was my dream to have a beautiful girl going on a sleigh ride with me while I sing her this song. But now, all I got is this song. Realistically, the girls that I can date, I'm not going to want to sing to them. Not even like the, bitch, have some jello variety, you know? I just, it's got to be one of those situations where I'm like, you know, I'm just here because I decided dying alone wasn't the move. Well, actually, realistically, it'd be like, you know, girl, you know, I'm here because rent got to be too much for old Kenny by himself. You're basically here to make sure I don't live out on the streets. Oh, I guess I'm a he bitch now. I'm just like a cheap whore. I'm just like juking some girl so she'll pay half my rent. Well, yeah, definitely no singing at that point. And here comes number two, the second greatest Christmas song of all time, according to old Kenny. You better believe it's another Hillary Duff one. This one is called When the Snow Comes Down in Tinseltown. When the snow comes down in Tinseltown, you'll be dancing in Hollywood. Slipping and sliding and sleigh riding all over the neighborhood. I love it. Every time, like just singing it right now, I'm like, I need to stop recording and go blast this song because no matter how defeated, no matter how blue, no matter how down I've been in my life, and if you've been listening to the Kenny Ho Show for a while, you only understand the gist of it. You only understand like, the top layer you've only scraped the surface of how low i have gone oh some of the darkest time was pre kenny ho show at least here i get to take some of this uh and like vent it you know get this shit off my chest right there was a time when i didn't have this show but even despite those times this song every time i listen to it it make me want to get up and dance but Ellen got canceled. (laughs) But the song is so good, I highly suggest you check it out. And here we go, finally, the number one song, the greatest, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, as far as Christmas songs are concerned, as far as old Kenny is concerned. Which means it means absolutely nothing to the majority of the world. Christmas noose, Christmas noose, Christmas noose now. Here it is. It's Britney Spears, My Only Wish This Year. The greatest of all time. Last night I took a walk in the snow. Couples holding hands, places to go Seems like everyone but me is in love Santa, can you hear me? I signed my letter that I sealed with a kiss I sent it off and it just said this 
know exactly what I want this year Santa, can you hear me? I want my baby, baby, baby I want someone to love me, someone to hold Baby, baby, baby She'll be all my own in a big red bow Santa, can you hear me? been so good this year and all I want is one thing tell me my true love is near she's all I want just for me underneath my Christmas tree I'll be waiting here Santa that's my only wish this year Christmas Eve, I just can't sleep Would I be wrong for taking a peek? Cause I heard that you're coming to town Santa, can you hear me? Really hope that you're on your way With something special for me in your sleigh Oh, please make my wish come true Santa, can you hear me? I want my baby, baby, baby I want someone to love me, someone to hold Maybe, maybe, maybe We'll be all alone under the mistletoes Santa, can you hear me? I have been so good this year And all I want is one thing Tell me my true love is near She's all I want just for me Underneath my Christmas tree I'll be waiting here Santa, that's my only wish this year I hope my letter reaches you in time Bring me love I can't call on mine So good, so good this year Can't be alone under the mistletoe She's all I want in a big red bow Santa, can you hear me? I have been so good this year And all I want is one thing Tell me my true love is here She's all I want just for me Underneath my Christmas tree I'll be waiting here Santa, that's my only wish this year Oh, Santa Can you hear me? Oh, Santa Well, she's all I want Just for me Underneath my Christmas tree I'll be waiting here Santa, that's my only wish this year Santa, that's my only wish this year Merry Christmas to all And to all a good night Toodles!